Welcome back, hip-hop viewers, to another episode of 40 Years of Hip-Hop, where we review and dissect a thousand songs over the span of 40 years, from 1979 to 2019. This is your host, the G-Man, also known as Mr. Hip-Hop. This is my new nickname, Mr. Hip-Hop. Don't forget, Forever Hip-Hop is out now. Go check it out at misscloud.com slash foreverhiphop with the numerical four number where we don't only play the hits, but have the dopest mix, never heard before songs, last songs, unknown selection, and album cuts. Go check it out, Forever Hip Hop. Now let's take a trip down memory lane. Let me tell you where I got my title for this section, Memory Lane. It's not from Nas classic, Illmatic track, Memory Lane, sitting in the park, but from where Nas took the simple idea. It was from the song Picking Boogers by Biz Marquis from his 1988 classic debut album Going Off. I recall on a summer vacation in Boston, I went to the local mom and pop store in Mattapan on Blue Hill Drive and purchased the cassette tape with my hard-earned pocket money from shoveling the parking entrances in my neighborhood in our Canadian northern sub-zero cold climate in Montreal in the winter of 88. Every summer, I went to Boston to go purchase anything hip-hop and current, either in music and gears or sneakers, because up in Canada at that time, we didn't have much of anything hip-hop oriented. As I got to cross the U.S. custom borders, the first thing I did was tune in on my on any American radio station to get updated on what's new and hot in hip-hop. As I tuned in and I heard a song from Bismarcky titled Picking Boogers, and I was like, who's that cat? I gotta get his tape. After the purchase, I got introduced to the Bismarcky world and was forever hooked. Be on the lookout for this week's next episode on Friday by my partner in crime, Mr. Ron. He will review Keeping It Gangster by Fabulous, Fisturine, Styles P, Jada Kiss and M.O.P. and Paul Kane. A song that I'm familiar with, Fabulous is an MC that I really like, rapping from New York City. Can't wait to hear Mr. Ron's review. Today we'll be reviewing episode 97, This Is Something For The Radio, the rap remix by Bismarcky from his 88 classic LP, Going Off. Born Marcel Theo Hall, Bismarcky was a pioneering rapper, DJ producer, and beatboxer whose jovial goofiness, boundless of kilter creativity and innovative music made him a singular presence in both hip-hop and pop culture at large. Over the course of five albums, the producer MC developed his own style unlike any other rappers at the time. A mix of half-song and intentionally off-key choruses, rivaling beatboxing and silly humor that would earn him the nickname of the Clown Prince of Hip-Hop, and paved the way for glorious, for gloriously bizarre rappers like Old Dirty Bastard or Flavor Flame. Originality. What makes this original? How can you not be more original than this? Biz Markey is the definition of originality in this rap game. He managed to succeed against all odds and go against the grain in hip-hop. He was a man with such confidence to dare and try different things. The video was the original version of the song that didn't contain any actual rap but just boasting and dope narratives by the great Bismarck. An amazing video depicting chilling at the mall and outside in the late 80s with a dope style of music. An era I so much miss. It's an era I just can't describe. You have to live it to understand it. The song itself I'm reviewing is the rap remix, version that included the rap lyrics. 
And for all these reasons, I had to go with a perfect score of five out of five for originality. A fun fact, the New York natives, this marquee music career began in 85 as a big boxer of the Juice Crew, a rap collective he helped Big Daddy Kane join. Two years later, he released his debut album Going Off, which features underground hit Vapors, Make the Music With Your Mouth, Nobody Beats the Biz, and Picking Bookers, courtesy of Discord and AllMusic.com. Delivery lyrics and flow. What makes this, uh, the song's lyrics is, how could I describe it? It's Bismarcky flowing. A unique way of transmitting his information on lyrics and delivery. Just listen to the quotable. The whole song is a perfect quotable. Lyrics, flow, and style. Because don't forget, for delivery lyrics and flow, it's not only the lyrics, but you have to have the flow, like we mentioned. You know, and the delivery, how you spit it out. It's a big decision in the score. If you go with verse one, it's short. This is another hit from Biz Marquee dedicated to the reader, not he or she, because it's time for them to get recognized. This is my version of the Nobel Peace Prize. That's why I'm coming out my face like this. As far as negativity, you never get this. If it wasn't for you, nobody would know that this is some for the radio. You know, it's short, simple, and it's unique. Let's go with no on verse two. We got this rhyme is dedicated to the radio DJs. They play all the hits on seven days. And even on the weekends, the DJs will be freaking without a doubt because everyone is unique. And the way they cut the records and be talking, it sounds due to extra crazy depth on the Walkman. To all the these jockeys on the go, this is something for the radio. That's verse two. And on three, that's the longest verse of the song. I'd like to thank all the people state to state for requesting my records on the radio greatly. Appreciate what you've done for me. And my reward to you is my M-U-S-I-C. Straight up, I make the music just for you so you can do the extra crazy Bismarck dance too. Or even do the dance made up by yourself. As long as you're in good physical health. Because you're the one that makes the radio hype like fresh tobacco and a brand new pack. A program director always pick the right hit. Like putting some salt and pepper and butter on grits. I always look up to programs program directors because they're the ones the jam selectors. A couple of years ago when I didn't have a record player, on the radio I talked to myself saying, if I ever get the chance to play in my stuff, I'm gonna make everything extra tough because radio will last to infinity as long as my name is the B-I-C-M-S-A-R-K and I'm here to see number one entertainment form in the like you I see because if it wasn't for you nobody would know. That's why this is something for the radio. How could it be more? It's simpler, clear, he's selling your dream that he made it, you know. Oh, that, it's perfect, it's perfect. Verse 4. This is the conclusion of just the beginning of hip-hop on the radio mix, never-ending story and fighting just to get it right and have our respect on a station that's exciting. In about two years, I will be a superstar, be able to buy anything I want, even a car, because if it wasn't for you, nobody would know. That's why this is something for the radio. You know, I'd just like to say... And then you have the bees at living a harmony of for the radio. Oh, the, and singing shout outs, you know, my DJ looks cool. You, you have to listen to it with the beat. It's for all these reasons, you know, for the really except for I have to go with a 4.5 out of five. Yeah, I didn't give it a five. I could have, but I went with 4.5, you know. Courtesy of genius.com for the lyrics. Drum roll, please. This is my top five of these songs in any particular order. As number one, we got 
The Vapors, Go, that's from the album Going Off, 1998, reading by my man Big Daddy Kane, the lyrics, and you got Make the Music With Your Mouth Is, featuring my man TJ Swan from the album Going Off in 1988. This is something we never talk about TJ Swan. Everything, the singing he did for the Juice Crew, he was the first uh, Nate Dogg of rap, you know? Uh, we'll have a special on our mixed cloud discussion about TJ Swan, what he did for hip hop. Then you got the song and I'm reviewing, this is something for the radio, on the same album going off, 1988. Then you got a number four, you know, it's a pick. My two, the two last picks are really, you know, what people would have think of. You know, I got, she's just not another woman, Monique. This is from the album The Bees Never Sleep from 89. The song is so dope and funny. And then you got us number five, Do Your Tank featuring PDD from the album Weekend Warrior in 2003. That was his last album that he did. This was my top five best songs in any particular order. Production and beat. What makes this good or bad? The beat is a real throwback to old school rhythms. Sync with crazy horns, a magical piece of heart. This is by far my favorite Marley Mall beat. Marley Mall, producer. Since I mainly discussed about Marley Mall in our Volume 2, Episode 30, Chief Rocker by Lords of Underground Review, I'll focus on how Marley discovered sampling with an excerpt from an NPR interview with Ali Shaheen Mohammed from A Drop Called Quest Fame and Franny Kelly in September 2013. Also, Molly Mo is one of the most important people in hip-hop history. He's the one who figured out how to assemble, how to get pieces of songs of vinyl records and into a drum machine. This is the explanation he gave in the NPR interview. I was into electronical music first. I was like a DJ's DJ. I wasn't like just a rap DJ. So I was interning at Unique Studios, seeing a lot of the technology happen, really playing around with Fairlight computers when they was too expensive to touch. One day in the studio, Marley recalls working on a Captain Rock record. And what happened? He was actually trying to get a riff of a record. He made a mistake and got the snare in there before the sound came. He was truncating the vocal part, but the snare was playing with the beat. He was truncating while the beat was playing. Thank God the beat was playing because it probably wouldn't have happened if the beat wasn't playing. So, he was playing it and the snare sounded better than the snare that had from the drum machine when it was popping it. He was like, yo, hold on. I started rocking it and then it just smacked me in the face when that when it happened. I was like, hold up. This will enable me to take a knee kick and a snare from any record that people love and make my own beat. He did a whole snare track all the way through and then just started playing it with the kick next. And it just made him realize and then he looked at the engineer. He didn't know what the hell was he was talking about and what happened. He was like, do you know what we just did? Do you know what just happening? And he was like, yeah, you just took the James Brown snare and you put it on there. But do you know what that means? And he was like, yeah, it means you took the James Brown snare. I was like, yo, it means more than that. That means that I can't go to my library at home. I've got so many records. I can take the kicks, the snares from everything and make my own patterns. And the engineer looked at him like he was crazy. What the hell are you talking about? So this is the blueprint of sampling, you know, that just happening in the moment. The beat contains two samples. 
Vocal lyrics from Wherever I Lay My Hat, That's My Home by the late Marvin Gaye, 1962 classic. And then multiple elements from the drama Garden Party Scene from the Under the Cherry Moon, a 1986 black and white movie with a 1940s movie setting and mood by Prince. Something I, I never even paid attention to. I'm afraid of Prince, but I missed that part. And I was watching the movie. It wasn't all that great, but it's Prince. You know, it's something classic. He always dared to try something different, Prince. May he rest in peace. Courtesy of WhoSample.com. And all for all these reasons, for the beat, I had to go with a perfect score of 5 out of 5. <laughs> Fun fact. Marnie Ball didn't believe in rap in the beginning. He stated on the rap record prior to 85, they weren't the greatest records for rap because to be honest, when I was into electronic music and I heard first rap records come out, I was the one to see, I didn't believe that rap was gonna be around later on. And look at now, 40 years later, the hip hop game is so strong and influential and Marnie did a good contribution to it. Before we get back to the next session, we had four years of hip-hop. Use Buzzsprout to podcast our podcast and get our show listed on every podcast platform available. So far, our podcast is listed on over 20 platforms and we've reached so far 19,000 downloads in less than a year. As a Buzzsprout member, you will get a great-looking podcasting platform, an audio player that you can drop into your website, even WordPress. You will also benefit with detailed analytics and tools to promote your episode, like audio video snippets of your podcast called Soundbites. My favorite benefit is that I get to generate a second revenue by talking about something that I'm passionate about. Think about it. Are you a fan of something? Try podcasting about it. It's as easy as one, two, three, and can generate you a secondary revenue. Get started for free, no credit card required, cancel anytime, no contracts. Use the link in our episode notes to let Buzzsprout know that we referred you and if you sign up after your trial to a paid plan, you'll receive a $20 Amazon gift card and help support our show. Buzzsprout is the way to go. Relevance and longevity. Did it stand the test of time? If so, how? It did mightily. It has remained in the loop over the years, but to real hardcore rap fans that were familiar with Bismarcky prior to his hit, Just a Friend. Many people started to follow Bismarcky after that worldwide hit. This I will keep as a review since that song will make the list, definitely. I couldn't find any information if the song actually charted on Billboard, but I know it did in local radio station charts. The song was remixed by Molly Mob with the same beat but with added rap lyrics and voice ad-libs. The song also had two other versions on the maxi single, a dub version and a dub acapella version for a total of four versions. The song was sampled in over 14 songs. The most notable ones were Fatal Attraction by Raxon Shante in 89, It's Over by D-Nice featuring Don Lewis in 1990. Cause That's the Way You're Living When You're Living in Living Color by Evidy and the Boys in 91 is for the sketch comedy Living Color season 3 and 4 opening song. And then it was sampled by Pete Rock and C.L. Smooth in 94 on the song Check It Out. And by the sample by Ghostface Killer in 2001 on the magnificent song Ghost Showers. And for all these reasons, for relevance and longevity, I had to go with 3.75 out of 5. Fun fact, regarding of the origin of his stage name, Bismarcky, 
This comes from the first hip-hop tape he heard. It was in 77 or 78 from the L Brothers. And then, when Wizard Tudor was the DJ of the group, and the rappers were Kevin Kev, Master Rob, and Buzzy B. Starkey. And Biz loved Buzzy B. And it just stuck to him, the word, the name Buzzy B. His name at first was Buzzy B. Marquis. And after a while, he just put the Biz with the Marquis because Marquis was his nickname in his neighborhood while growing up. Impact. How did this song impact hip hop culture? The song's impact on hip-hop was a definite classic banger in New York City circa late 80s. It was everywhere as a party track, a laid-back chill song to flow on, a song that I can play back all day. Either the dub version, the original mix, the dub acapella, or the rap remix. Four different versions that I can black for that I can play back forever. You won't find a greater bass fan than me. Hold up. There's one, my fellow DJ Godfather D, aka Don Barbarino, a super DJ. He's the only one that I've met that recognized the great talent of Bismarcky since day one. A true fan, like I am. Go check out Godfather D's mix, he's all over the net. These remain a cultural mainstay thanks to the appearance on comedy series such as In Living Colors, Crank Yankers, Wild In Out and also children's shows such as Spongebob Squarepants and New Gabba Gabba, where Marky was also a member of the touring unit. On New Gabba Gabba, he shows the kids how to beatbox with simple rhymes. It's fun. I do this with my two-year-old son. We watch New Gabba Gabba with this Marky and we just started doing beatbox, you know? He also made many cameos as himself in series like Blackish, Empire, Hip Hop Squares, and countless VH1's I Love specials. Marky was also featured on Beastie Boys' cover of Elton John's Benny and the Jets, and on The Avalanches, The Noisy Eater, on Flaming Lips and Keisha's 2012 You Must Be Upgraded, on De La Soul's Stone Age, on Freddie Gibbs and The Alchemist, God is Perfect, to name a few tracks. To sum it up, he's created a legacy of artistry that will forever be celebrated by his industry peers and his beloved fans whose life he was able to touch through music over 25 years. We will all miss his vibrant personality, constant jokes and freaking banter. And for all these reasons for impact, I had to go with a 4 out of 5. A fun fact, in 2006, the album was re-released by Traffic Entertainment Group with a bonus disc. It restores the original album versions of Vapors and This Is Something For The Radio, as well as the Marley Mall remix of Make The Music that appear on the original LP. It also included special remixes and rare versions of the main singles. It's a super deluxe album, you gotta go get it. To sum it up, for Original Wood, we have a perfect score of 5. For Lyrics and Flow, we had 4.5 out of 5. For Beat, I had a perfect score of 5. For relevance and longevity, 3.75 out of 5. And for impact, I went with a 4 out of 5. For a total of 22.25 out of 25. That sums up to 89% of the track. Thank you, fellow hip hop purists, for tuning into our podcast at 40 years of hip hop.buzzproud.com and clicking on the supporter us hard icon to buy us a coffee our Patreon so that we can continue our weekly podcast journey until we reach 1,000 episodes. We're also available on all other major podcast platforms in YouTube, 
Follow us on social media at Full News of Hip Hop on IG, Twitter, and Facebook. We've also made Feedspot's Top 45 Hip Hop podcast list at number 15. Go check the list. All links in our episode notes. I'll be back next week with Phone Tap by The Firm. This is the G-Man and I'm signing out. I'm Howdy 5000. <laughs>